Welcome to the third episode of Prima Donna, a comedy in six parts by yours truly, Nigel Holloway, and performed by the Concept Players Theatre Company. When we left the members of the Off the Wall Theatre Company, Jack had just announced that the lead in their latest production would be played by the mysterious Eva Rossini. No one seems to know who she is, except for Aggie. And she wasn't at all pleased. Eva Rossini going to turn up, do you think? It was obvious Jack was expecting her to be here tonight. Aggie looked awfully angry. Yeah, she did, didn't she? Wonder why. They didn't get on? Not like Aggie to bear a grudge. Odd, isn't it? Did you see the way she and Jack were arguing? I couldn't hear what they were saying, but they didn't look like they were telling jokes. Oh, we'll find out soon enough. Aggie can't keep her mouth shut for long. Is that from personal experience? (laughs) No such luck, mate. You two are disgusting. Come on then, Aggie, spill the beans. About what? Whatever you and Jack were arguing about. Oh, we weren't arguing. I was just clarifying how he saw the role of public opinion developing over the next few weeks. Oh, yes. Yes, and Mm. we came to an understanding, but it has to be a surprise. So ask no questions and I'll tell you no lies. Good evening, everyone. Are you all in good voice? Are we ready for some serious music? I need to tell him. Tell him what? Oh, nothing. Nothing that can wait. Mike! Have you all got your off your spores? Later, okay? I should have known. Here you are. Okay, everyone, turn to page 33. After Eurydice solo. Doris, are you ready? Yes, dear. Page 33. Everyone ready? Right. Allow me to present Eva Rossini. Uh, It seems she's now arrived, so I let you carry on, Mike. Where the hell have you been? You know how it is with the new job. I got held up. It was embarrassing, to say the least. I announced you and you weren't here. I was on my way. I got held up by my new boss. You just don't say no to these people. I don't remember you saying no to anything. Jack, darling, you don't think that I... You'd better not. I'm sticking my neck out for you. Ready, Eva? Oh, of course, my darling. Carry on. Fine. You're solo on page 31, Eva. Intending to take it at that tempo, were you? I did think so, yes. It's just it's a little bit too allegro, don't you think? I feel more andante, don't you? Well, I didn't. No. I really think it should be a little more restrained to allow her to get over her desperation, her heartache at Orpheus's deception. Could we discuss this later, do you think? Oh, of course, darling. Doris? It's just 
when I sung this role previously at the Coliseum, I... We'll discuss your interpretation later, shall we? As you wish, darling. But I really can't sing it at that speed. Right. Doris, we'll take it just a little slower, please. Right ho, dear. Thank you so much, darling. Marked here. But it's there, all the same. I don't see a pause. <coughs> That's how I interpret the part. That's not how I want the piece sung. But there must be a pause there, to let the audience see her innermost soul. Oh, of course, her innermost soul. Exactly, darling. If one does not pause there, the character will lose its entire coherence. Coherence, yes, of course. Silly of me not to see it. Doris, can we do that again with a pause at bar 20, if you please? After four, and... <laughs> seen the piece before. They don't know the note yet. Then why am I here? Why am I expected to waste my time? Really, I've better things to do than support a chorus who haven't had the decency to learn their parts. They only have them this evening. I'm sorry, but I can't work like this with these amateurs, rank amateurs. And what was all that? Apparently, our Eurydice can't cope with anyone who does not rise to meet her exacting standards. What? I'm afraid she threw her teddy out of the pram. Right. Leave it with me. Uh, Carry on, everyone. Five-minute break, everyone. Well, what was all that, then? That, my dear, was Eva. I see why you kept your mouth shut, Aggie. You've seen nothing yet. Really? You mean she gets worse? Oh, that was fairly mild by her standards, darling. Was it? Oh. I've always wanted to see a real prima donna in action. Well, it seems you've come to the right place. (laughs) Oh, wow, that was fun. Fun? That was awful. Yeah, but it lightened things up a bit, didn't it? I can't wait to get the principal rehearsals. Oh, she won't be like that then. Oh, why not? No audience, darling. She only performs like that in front of the chorus. Aggie, can I have a word? Somebody said you, you knew that, that harpy. I used to know her, yes. Then why the hell didn't you warn me? I tried to, but you'd already started. Oh, I'm sorry, but you handled her perfectly. Perfectly? She bloody well marched out. Oh, she'll be back. Jack will sort her out. You seem amazingly confident. I am. You didn't put a foot wrong. It's your music, your show. It's not hers. She has to do what you want. But... And she will. 
She's all bluster and bravado, really. You're going to tell me next it covers up an insecure personality? No. She led an unhappy childhood? Not that I know. That somebody dropped her on her head when she was a baby? Uh, No. What then? No. She's just an obnoxious bitch, darling, with no redeeming features whatever. Oh. Yes. I couldn't stand her when I knew her in the past life, and I can't stand her now. It seems the leopard hasn't changed its spots. I just wish someone could have warned me. Oh, I'd have a word with Jack if I were you. But just a word of warning. Don't be too outspoken. There's stuff between them that you don't know about. Tell me. I can't. Only Jack can tell you. Come on, Aggie. This is me you're talking to. Look, I can't tell you. Aggie! All right. We'll have a talk later. Okay. I see Mike was annoyed. Mm. You might come up with that understatement, yes. I don't blame him. No, I couldn't get him in time to warn him. Oh, so he's annoyed with you too? Well, no, not really. It's Jack who has the problem. Why? Well, it was Jack who brought her in. Why would he do that? I'll tell you what I told Mike. If you really want to know, you'll have to ask Jack. But I suspect that after this evening's little performance, he's going to have to come clean pretty soon. Sounds like some sordid little secret from his past. No, I wouldn't put it quite like that. But you're not far out. Oh, can't wait. Eva? Eva, what the hell are you playing at? Playing, Jack. I'm not playing. You didn't tell me they were awful. Does it matter? Of course it matters. I can't perform with people like that. You can't perform with anyone else. Don't be ridiculous, Jack. You don't know what you're talking about. I I know everything, Eva. Everything about every show you've ever done. All the disasters, the letdowns, the unpredictability, the confrontations, the threats, the recriminations. I've heard them all. Face it. You can't hack it anymore. No one will have you. No one. You cannot play the prima donna anymore. This is it. This is your last chance right here. If you blow it here like you've blown it everywhere else, you'll never sing again and you'll never perform again, Eva. You sound just like Mother. Oh, do I? Well, who can blame me the way you're behaving? Stop treating me like your baby sister. You are my baby sister. Face it, Eva, no one wants you anymore. No one will put up with your nonsense anymore. And on the basis of tonight's little fiasco, who can blame them? Face it, you are finished as a performer. Jack? Oh, Jack, what can I do? Eva, I am doing all I can for you, but I have a responsibility to those people in there, all those amateurs you claim to despise. Those people are relying upon you. I know, Jack. I'm sorry. It's just... I can't seem to hold it together. Without a drink, you mean? Yes. Damn it. Without a drink. Don't you see? Don't you see you can't rely on a bottle to get you through? You're an alcoholic, damn it. It just doesn't work. Not for you. Not ever again. You can't get your performance out of a bottle. You you just can't do it. (laughs) Eva! Eva! Damn! Damn! Well, have you ever seen anything like that before? Only in the movies. Mm. So that's it then? I guess so she won't be back. Won't be that bad. I don't think so. 
Seemed like she was determined not to give us a chance. But why? I don't understand. I suspect the smink going on we don't know about. Obviously, Sherlock. But what? Don't ask me. All I saw was a completely motiveless argument. Jack will know. But he's not telling, darling. What, Maggie, then? I don't think she's talking either. Mike will get it out of her. I'm sure, but will he tell? I would. So would I. Yeah, trust you two. No, it's Aggie we've got to get hold of. Where is she? I saw her in the car with Mike. What were they doing? It looked like a silent shouting match from where I was standing. Oh, yeah. At Jack. Hi, everyone. Short rehearsal tonight. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What a voice, eh? What? what? Eh? You're not serious. Off Mike, is that all you've got to say? Well, she has. But it's not singing with us again. Ah, well, that's a moot point. You're not serious. How can you even contemplate having It's not as simple as that. I had a chat with Jack. It looked like an all-out shouting match. That was Aggie. She was annoyed. But it was you the woman insulted. And the rest of us. No, no, it was a misunderstanding. She thinks she's a professional, and I expected her to behave like one. We were both wrong. That sounds like she's coming back. Uh, yes. After Jack has had a little chat with her. Jack? Well, he is the chairman. Yeah, right. Not for long if he carries on like this. I thought you said Aggie was annoyed. Yes. Oh, so she was just supporting you? Yes, something like that. Right. It all makes complete sense now. Does it? Yes, of course. Glad you think so. Even Rossini has obviously taken over the whole group by means of some sort of witchcraft or voodoo or... Witchcraft? No, she's a bitch, not a witch. Or something that no one will talk about. So she's allowed to behave as appallingly as she wants to, insult everyone in sight, and no one's allowed to say boo to her. Voodoo? No, boo too. Yeah, makes complete sense. And I suppose she'll be at the first principal rehearsal? Uh, yes. And that's when we can expect the next little instalment. She'll fly in on a bloody broomstick, wave her wand, cast a few spells. Oh, no doubt there'll be a few little cutting put-downs, a couple of outrageous insults, maybe even a little public character assassination, just for good measure. And Jack will expect us to sit there and take it with no explanation. I'm sure she'll be fine next time. Spells? You are? Jack assured me he'd sort her out. What? And you believed him? Well, he said he would. Oh, where have we heard that before? Broomstick! Doris! Doris! That was the third episode of Prima Donna, a comedy in six parts by yours truly, Nigel Holloway, performed by the Concept Players Theatre Company. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. Prima Donna is one of a series of comedies about the -the off-the-wall theatre company, and if you want to find out more information about them, you can visit their website at www.off-the-wall-plays.com. Okay.